to Urban Legends, the uh, Wild West podcast about such things as the Yowie, <laughs> lovely, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, and maybe even a melon-headed child. Uh, I am and forever will be um, Turkish holiday maker Chris Flynn, and with me it's Mr... Neil Herbert, how are you finding Turkey, Chris? Whether whether I assume is nice. Uh, no, it's a bit, a bit on and off. <laughs> oh, really? So a bit like home then. Kind yeah, of like no, quite yeah, warm, but a bit rainy at the moment. Yeah, it's exactly that. But um, no, I like. I mean, yeah. Um, but I made friends with a pack of dogs. So oh, that's good, good, isn't it? So I believe that you, um, almost in kind of celebration of me, have looked up a Turkish urban legend. I, I have. Was. It's very nice of you. I mean, it's kind of it's crossing over into sort of yeah, it's sort of it, so it crosses into a much much larger urban legend. So, Ooh. I'll ask you this: Have you? Um, and we'll be we'll be going to an article in the Irish Times in a minute. Um, oh, but yeah, well, nothing wrong with that. Um, but we'll um, <clears throat> have you seen any UFOs out there, Chris? Have I? No. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I did see, which was a bit disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, a, more disconcerting than Uncle Fester's cafe. Yeah, it is more. It is more disconcerting. I um, I got out. I got up out of bed this morning. Went to have a cigarette on the balcony, mm-hmm. and um, I saw a drone flying around. <laughs> so don't know whether that's see what's going on. <laughs> well, I don't mind if having a peek at me. Like you know, I've got nothing to hide, literally. Um, but I don't know, like kind of. A drone sort of flying around hotels. <laughs> keeping an eye. Make sure you're keeping an eye. Not saying anything about police. Uncle that you shouldn't be. <laughs> nothing disrespectful. And it's all, you know, nothing to well, hide. Well, the thing is with drones is like... Nothing to worry about. <laughs> well, you know. Well, so, well, UFOs. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to go through the whole sort of UFO urban myth thing, but I think... We'll go. You know, we're gonna have a look at. The, we're not going through every UFO encounter. No, no, we're no. Not apparently. Maybe, maybe we'll do a whole series on that once, Chris. But we're gonna just. We're just gonna well, I'll be honest with you. Um, the Hopkinsville Goblins episode has currently had no listens, so maybe we should stay clear of it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, if that involves me looking up something else, well, let's. Do you know what? It's not a trend until you get three. So let's. This is number two. Let's see if we if we ever do a third one, okay. then we'll know. And if we, get... we need we need a hundred hundred data points. Mm. So yeah, so let's do two two back to back four back to back series about <laughs> see, see if we can drive we'll even further into the ground. Um, <clears throat> no, so this is um, don't I don't like the fact that you said listeners with a plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it could just be us. Hi, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> For the Irish Times, UFO spotting Turkish night watchman regards aliens as the world's policeman. 
with his oh, nice. clipped moustache and checked mm. shirt, shirt buttoned up to his neck. 51-year-old Yelsey Meowman doesn't look like a typical trend. What, Meowsy Meowman? Yes. <laughs> is he one of those like? Is he one of those cat policemen like they have in Japan? So, right, okay, I don't know if I've pronounced that correctly. I think you've got you've got absolutely no stones to throw in the fucking glass house you're living in. Uh, and, what are you uh, talking about? Yeah. Myself, you should second to none. <coughs> Yeltsin Yalman is how I'm pronouncing that. I don't know. Mousy Meow Man. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's how you're choosing to interpret. That's what you said. Yeltsin. Oh, Yeltsin. Y-A-L-C-I-N. Can we just move past his name? Can we just do that? That's possible. So the UFO spotting cat police man, meowsy meows, man. Yeah, if you like. <laughs> okay. Fine. I just I don't have the energy. It's fine. Fifty-one-year-old <laughs> Turkish security guard. Yeah. So he's at a conference centre where more than a thousand people had paid thirty-five lira to listen. Which, to him. which is exactly at the moment one pound fifty. Okay, so this was sixteen dollars. <laughs> Oh, 16 euros, excuse me, um, 10 years ago, apparently. Yeah, 70% inflation, mate. Inflation has absolutely done a number on that. Um, But it was apparently a handsome sum by local standards to listen to him and ufologists from around the world to reveal their latest findings. Holding cups of watery coffee, selling an extortionate three lira. So that's probably all right now, isn't it, because of the inflation? Like, literally, um, (laughs) you... You basically you just you pay everything by cash and you just go, no, don't worry about the coins because they're worthless. Yeah. So they just evaporate. It's like out of that photo in Back to the Future. It's not like <laughs> they just disappear in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, so some elegantly dressed Turkish ladies, word perfect English, um, peppered speakers with questions from far afield as Mexico. Peppered them. <laughs> peppered them with questions about 2012 and the end of the Mayan calendar. Nobody talks about that anymore, do they? Um, this is back what? in 2009 when people... We, supposedly there was a... Like, the mind the, the, like it's the end of this cycle of the universe. Ex- well, exactly. I mean, the whole point was yeah. is their calendar was cyclical and then they just, they just would have invented another one if they yeah. needed to. They had yeah, it I know, but 2012, that was what's, what's happened there, Neil, is you've got a very basic knowledge of the Mayan calendar and you've uh, <laughs> added reason to your sentence and that isn't... That isn't really what doomsday people like to do. No, I'm, I've, I'm, I actually, I quite admire. I mean, I remember when we were on a. There's lots of we were watching the Three Angels Broadcasting Network. Yes, and got some, some. We got ourselves properly rapture ready on that occasion. Was rapture ready, Neil? Were you? Were you oh, well, absolutely. Now and forever, we'll be rapture ready. But um, well, we also, we also, while we were traveling the Greek islands, sacrificed a Jimmy Nails CD to the gods. <laughs> it, didn't, well, it didn't. I mean, no, no, nothing of value was harmed. So, rock and roll shoes. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> they did not have particularly good taste in that rental cottage, did they? No, it was some of the. I can't remember what the literature was on offer, but it was fucking. Well, I mean, let's let's be let's be honest, Neil. Um, I like to consider myself, you know, pretty by the book, you know, law abiding. I know you're a bit of a crazy guy, like, like you know, like a young Tom. I'm going to take it, like a young Tom Hanks or something. But yeah. um, you're like young Tom Hanks. I'm like Dan Aykroyd because of UFOs, but also um, because of the remake the, of Dragnet, the, the wacky Dragnet film. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but that's going to be hilarious in the third act when it suddenly reverses. Yeah, and um, you you made me have like have a Mohican and do a dance 
because I'm straight laced, and then we um, sacrifice a Jimmy Nail CD to the gods. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I've um, ever since we sacrificed that Jimmy Nail CD to the pagan gods, um, I've not. God hasn't spoken to me, so you know, be careful, people. He speaks to me quite often, but it's in a very strong Geordie accent. <laughs> Next, I'm going to I'm going to going to let Saudi Arabia buy up my football club. Let's see if that convinces you. Oh, why not? Eh? Yeah. Why not? Best fans in the world. Yeah. <laughs> big big club. big club, biggest club, biggest club in the world. Right. Let's <laughs> not fall out with any more people. Um, so, oh, by the by the way, fuck you, Wales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. see, yeah. I'm only joking. Well, yeah. We Do you know what? We, fuck everyone who doesn't live in Brighton and Hove. Yeah. <laughs> and all the insufferable pricks who live in Brighton and Hove. Yeah, and all of them as well. Fuck them too. Anyone who doesn't live in my flat and I live on my own, fuck them. But I include you in that, Neil, and I'm yeah. sorry. I include you. you. I include <laughs> you in that. I include uh, like anyone, if there's anyone still listening to this. <laughs> you've, been, you've been dragged under by the tide. Yeah. Sorry. My cat's all right, though. <laughs> no, no. Plot against you. <laughs> Wankers. <laughs> up to something. <laughs> so I am. Uh, don't get no regard. Right. Let's move on to paragraph four. I think it's, it's so long in between paragraphs that I've got no sense. Apparently some elegant <laughs> Turkish women peppered him with questions. We're at a conference centre where people are paid to watch <laughs> a security man think talk about I... UFOs. It's, it's a bit like a Beckett play, but you know. Now, introduce <laughs> your next character. Yeah, and it got one Nick Pope, former head of the UK mm. Defence Ministry's UFO desk. That guy. One yeah, of the he's speakers always, at the conference. He's on the History Channel quite a lot. <laughs> one of the speakers at the conference confessed himself amazed at the turnout. UFOlogy has a bit of an image problem back home. Computer nerds, train spotters, you know. But that's not no, the sense I, I, don't, get I, here don't, at I, all. I don't equate UFO. Stuff with train spotting, do you? Well, Nick Pope does so. Well, yeah, and well, and, and obviously, we put our best man on the UFO desk in the UK. <laughs> you know, you can't afford to fuck about with <laughs> it's gonna take, do you know what? It's gonna, it's, it's gonna take too much money, but he's been, he's been, he's working in the civil service 20 years. It's gonna cost too much money to make him redundant. Um, that's UFO desk. Look, you you mock Chris, you mock. Yeah. But yes, I do. It, yeah, it'd be like you know when we all got regularly smug about when we almost got the bugle up on on Mars, didn't we? Except it didn't actually work. But we would have been really insufferably smug about it if what? we got up there. Do you not remember this? The um, the instrument British scientists tried to fire up. So NASA were basically doing the the Mars rover, and you know yeah. spent loads and loads of money, and we just got a bunch of blokes with beards <laughs> and just tie something to a fucking balloon or whatever and go. They, but then the papers are all like, oh, yeah. Mars bounds. Yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, if this works, we'll have done it at, like, you know, I don't know, a million times that NASA did it or whatever. <laughs> of course, it's... Like, they're, they're working out the, the balloon or whatever. 
they were working out of the back room of real ale pub. Yeah. <laughs> they they were definitely camera members. Oh dear. I could, I mean, you know, good luck to them. But um, <laughs> don't no. Come on, like if there's well, one, if there's, if there's one people that we can alienate, camera. it's camera. I, I don't know. I, I quite like the Evening Star in Brighton, so I don't think I can oh, afford I, to alienate yeah. camera members. I don't love it. It's too small, but it's, um, it's got some good beer in there. Got all wankers in there as well. <laughs> it's bright, man. It's, it's bright. Yeah, I know, but like that's so you're from so you're from Britain. Yeah, all right. I accept I'm a wanker. Probably well, a bit of a wanker, yeah. but um, and also you're a member of camera. Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you why are you layering <laughs> the level of wank? <laughs> Each to their own, sir. I say, going off on my penny farthing, <laughs> chucking a moody blues tape. <laughs> Listen to this and change your life. No, it'd be um, Gregorian plain chant, wouldn't it? The King well, Singers. I just happen to like it, you know. I just like the King Singers. In my opinion, <laughs> music peaked in the 13th century. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I remember when I was a teenager, it was at university, actually, I met a guy at a party, and it was like, um, most conversations like, yeah, no, I mean, it's not, no, no music's worth listening to after 1969. It's like, yeah, I'm going to stop having this conversation. <laughs> the thing is, right? Let's, let's not exhaust either of our patients. <laughs> I don't need to know whatever you've got to say next. Yeah, I'm just going to sit in the corner and finish my wine. I've, delete, I've deleted your face from my brain. Um, yeah, so... So I didn't go to university. Um, my grades were too high. They wouldn't allow me into any. Oh, yeah. um, they said, you don't need it. You don't need university. Do you know what? It'd be a waste of your time and our resources. Um, so you, it sounds like, because you've got stories and stuff like that, and it sounds like it's, they sound fun, but I imagine it was actually quite boring for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's fun, like, oh, yeah, like, this guy was a prick. And it's like, <laughs> but actually, it's really quite annoying at the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because actually, the people at the party, like, um, I'm going to check the guy, was it Matt, and, um, like, he was just, he sort of telling me afterwards when we get down the pub, because it was, well, I'll tell you what it was. I, it was, it's one of those where it's at the tail end of the party, and what it, I, and I had very little money at the time, so I yeah. bought the Happy Shopper four-litre bottle of wine. That tasted black eyed, the Black Eyed Kids Happy Shopper. <laughs> Vinegar wine, <laughs> um, and it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not leaving until I've finished that. But it was oh. so hard to drink. I was sort of there until about two o'clock in the morning. And so this guy, really, this guy, it can't have been that hard to drink. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was less practiced most days, I guess. Anyway, oh, maybe, yeah. You were, ju- you were, you were, um, <laughs> just a little lad back then. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. But, so, what, what, do you want to do you want to tell the listeners about um, the cheese pub cheese man? I don't remember this. Pub cheese, man. You were saying there was, um, you know, there was a guy who used to say... <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay, I'll, I'll finish this one off and then I'll get on to that. Right. Yeah, that, was, that was when I was doing postgrad. So, um, yeah, and he just he sort of said to me, it just made him laugh, basically, because it's like, the sec- the very second you finished off your wine, he's like, right, got to leave now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Straight out the door. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. It's just there was this insufferable idiot, you know. Mm. 
to talk to. Um, yeah, and it's just like, and, and then you end up, and then we ended up doing a podcast. So, you know. Exactly, but yeah, yeah no, but it's, um, you never know people. That's what I'm saying. No, it's just it's that thing where you're at a party half an hour too long. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like everyone's a bit. Yeah, it's kind of winded down. And it's kind of like, oh, actually, it's time to go. Um, was that a sausage fest? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> by that point, I think it was. Yeah, it was just having, having deep conversations about Pink Floyd or whatever. Oh, um, dear. But, uh, the thing uh, is, I really, I really like music, but I don't like talking about it all that much. <laughs> but, again, if you're, like, 18, 19, then I think you just, you're still funny your identity a bit, and you mm. get like, passionate about these things. And, you know, it's excusable at that age, I think. I think until you're 23, maybe, I think it's, you know... Okay. I'll be honest with you, Neil. I'm still finding my identity now. That's in, in many ways why I've come to Turkey. Well, yeah. So you, I think I might. I think I might be a UFO cat man. So we'll find out, won't we? But yeah, the, the cheese, the cheese in the pub thing. I mean, it's not a <laughs> great story to be honest with you. But it was just the thing. We're all, so we're all just sat there having a, having a pint in the in the student bar, and there was one person who reckoned they were. A well, actually, was it kind of celiac? Is it? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, can't remember what the word is. But um, and, and unfortunately for him, someone else in our lab who who did have that condition yeah. pointed out that called him out. He would have, <laughs> he couldn't have done if he. Or maybe he had some minor. <coughs> I don't know. I don't want to. He was because he was a nice enough chap. He was just he was he you know had some slightly uh, at the end of the day behaviors. now. Did this person? So, in the pub, eating yeah. a block of cheese. <laughs> we sat, sat in the pub, we just had a few pints, and then presumably felt a bit hungry, like you might get a bag of crisps or something like that. He pulled out what essence was like half a block of cheese, like 250 grams or so, and just started chowing down. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not sure. And we're all just kind of looked at each other, and was like, what do we say? And it's kind of like, it's like <laughs> nothing. Like, oh, you. You a bit hungry then? Are <laughs> you a bit hungry then? <laughs> and they explained that yeah, he had you know he's a celiac or whatever. So then, well, then, then he explained that he's made up. His doctor has advised him that he should you know eat half a bowl of cheese because he's on the beer or whatever. It's like um, that sounds like bullshit. I'm not going to call you out on it. Cause I, I mean, I'm like I'm not like I'd quite like him to be my doctor. But <laughs> 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 you've got you've got cancer. Probably has some cocaine. <laughs> You've got to ride through it. Yeah. See, what, pe- what people do is they... What they you got, what you've got to do is you've got to confuse, <laughs> you've got to confuse the cancer cells. Yeah. They give up and then they start having chemotherapy. When you think about it, what is chemotherapy? You're just putting more toxins and poison on top of the cancer. So, you know, what you, yeah. why, not, why not just beer and cocaine instead, you know? Yeah, which is... If you, th- which if you is think a, about it, it's the same Which is thing. a natural, natural, it's from a plant. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, it might be cooked up in petrol, but, you know, at the end of the day... <laughs> Um, if anything, yeah, go I mean, twice as hard now. You probably would if you had cancer, wouldn't you? You know, it's a bit like you know, like it's it. a bit like you, uh, you know, you drive into a swerve, don't you? <laughs> Steer into a swerve. Questionable medical advice, with Neil and Chris. So maybe maybe not to the second part of paragraph four. Right. So um, peppering, peppering. No, no. Se- we've got on to your apology having an image problem. Computer nerds and train spotters. Oh, but that's yeah. not the sense he gets in Turkey. Does old Nick? No. Have you ever been train spotting? Um, no, I never have. Um, I've never right, been it's, tempted. It, it's good. Well, no, because tra- understand... is it because trains are boring? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, no, Fair there's enough. something. I don't know. There's something vaguely depressing around train stations. When I used to smoke, that was when and when you could do. That was yeah. when I used to do, do it most. Was when I was hanging out, waiting for a train. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's something, I don't know, not even like waiting for a bus, whatever, I don't mind because you're in the town centre, but hanging around a train platform, there's always just, everyone's impatient, a bit, un, you know, unhappy. Yeah, I don't know, they're just grey platforms. And there's, and something whether, we know, whether we know it or not, there's a, there's a vague sense of threat because train lines are deadly, whereas like mm-hmm. waiting for a bus, roads, are, roads aren't made of electric, so you're fine, but trains are, so it's, you've always, I don't know, maybe it's me, but I think that I've always got in the back of my mind a slight worry that someone's just going to push me in front of a train. <laughs> so, so you know, and, he, and he, he's saying there's an equal balance between men and women. I think Nick Pope became a ufologist um, to pick up ladies. Pick up chicks. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he, I, think, I think he got a bit worried he was back in the wrong horse until he, until he got out to Turkey. Um, so maybe that's all right. Shall I see if there's a UFO conference in Bodrum well, you, you or something? Do, you're going to be doing some field research, aren't you? So uh, just, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. yeah. At least going to speak to the dogs. But, yeah. So, do, you think, uh, do you think the dogs will push me in front of a train? I wouldn't put it past them. No. Um, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, apparently UFO sightings. In very much like, it's very much like House of Cards. Um, if you if you try and ingratiate yourself in a... In a a dog collective, I believe they're called. Dog world, I've heard, Chris. So, you know. Oh, wow. Do you think there dogs you ever eat other dogs? I don't think it is a dog eat dog world. I don't think it is. I've never seen a, a dog, dog eat another dog. Yeah, dog. Exactly. No. I've seen a dog eat a chop, yeah. but, uh, but not a dog chop. I've seen a dog eat my fence. I've, I've been bitten in the eye by a dog, yeah. but um, I'm not a dog, so it's fine. Oh. <laughs> I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know where to take this next ability, Chris, because we're not going to get through this article. I mean, basically, basically, mm. um, I mean, he's filmed this, um, these lights in the sky. Um, yes. And it does, it does look kind of like a flying saucer with a couple mm. of little, you know, little alien fellas. In that's it. the thing which, that's the thing which uh, red flags it for me. <laughs> it's got a couple, hiya! It's got a couple of little, like, so are they? Uh, is it right? Like, let me, let is it out find... the window, or like, are they? Like, is it meant to be um, transparent? Yeah, well, you think it's kind of like almost like a. Yeah, it looks. Like, <laughs> just popping their head out. And going, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, do, do you know where the parking is round here? Where's KFC? Yeah, where's the KFC? Where? Where? Right, uh, round there. All right. Yeah. No, she wants a couple of chicken thighs. <laughs> All right, ta-ta, TTFN. Right, okay. Neil, are, are all UFOs from Sheffield? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's where they make the best steel, isn't it? There in well, Damascus. Exactly, yeah. you'd, want, you'd want good Sheffield steel in order to deal with the strains of intergalactic... <laughs> Right. It's a transdimensional flight, yeah. Right, I'm going to quickly blow my nose You know, one thing which I'm really, which 
always slightly amuses me in Turkey is, um, so, you know, like, if you go into a, you know, like, go into a shop, and normally there's one person behind the till, and then they go, yeah, they go, money, blah, blah. In Turkey, what happens is there's three people behind the till. Okay. <laughs> and it takes 15 minutes <laughs> to buy a bottle of Coke. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, they just, you know, it's more, it's probably a bit more manana, isn't it? They're not as, not as hurried as, as we are, just, you know, constantly trying to scoot about and time Where are the... all of that nonsense. So I couldn't, I couldn't post a photo, so I've just sent you the link. Yeah, I've sent the link. So if you look... I mean, that's, that's just a manta ray, isn't it? A manta ray. But he's in, in the, the sky. sky. Yeah, in the sky, yeah. Manta rays can fly. If you see on the um, the left-hand side as well, see the little... The photo is called something like Pin on Alien Stuff. <laughs> From Pinterest. Yeah. So apparently somebody's done some analysis of the, uh, of the photos. Okay, it's less glowing than you led me to believe, which makes it more believable. You know, it's it's a because you see the video as well, and it's it's interesting. I mean, it looks like a flying. The funny thing with the whole flying saucer thing is that was apparently um, that was an early someone had said that it it was flying like a saucer skimming over water, but didn't actually say it was saucer shaped. But some journalist wasn't listening to this nutter, so he just said, "Oh, flying saucers." So the that comes from. So the aliens are meant to be kind of in a like a central cockpit. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's kind of the, um, the equivalent of like somebody in a Cessna airplane or something like that. Yeah, which instantly makes you think, I mean, probably not. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that I looked at this picture and thought, yeah, definitely aliens. Well, that's how you, that is how you're coming across. Well, I'm just trying to keep a bit of drama and interest. <laughs> so, Chris, I'm just trying desperately to find some hook. Wait, you're only like you're only like two sentences in, and we've done like three hours. You're fine. <laughs> this is already gold. Fair enough. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, there's right. Let's let's see. Let's. Oh, here we go. So, yeah, it's actually now it's starting to spread as well. So we've got the. Ooh. What, what, like the rumours or the UFO? Well, no, so saying, you know, um, those those films, so uh, Mousy Man's films that he put up. Um, yeah, Mr. Return, Meow. Yeah, Meow, Meow Mouseman. His, um, the returning point for Turkish... Uh, uh, de- Detective Inspector. Yeah, the Great Mouse Detective. Meow Mouseman, I think The Turkish Great Mouse Detective. He's <laughs> um, described as a, someone as... His films are a turning point for Turkish UFO studies. Now, this chap, he set up the uh, Istanbul office of the Sirius UFO Space Science Studies Centre that he set up in... All the... All the... the all, 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 uh, or is it stone? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. It, do you think that that's a, a prestigious large um, establishment, Chris, or do you think it's like three blokes with plates? I would imagine that they probably get funded from the same place that I get funded, the um, the Black Ops budget from uh, yeah. the CIA, yeah. Yeah, the Men in Black are sort of, uh, yeah. Yeah. But they want to cover it up, wouldn't they? 
And, you know, why would they be going after Dan Aykroyd if they weren't trying to, you know, let, let some of it come out? Yeah. Well, they convinced me to think that Dan Aykroyd talks like an absolute lunatic. So, you know, <laughs> they've clearly got an agenda. I think Dan Aykroyd's an alien. I'd quite like to buy some of that vodka. Dan Aykroyd vodka. Well overpriced. That crystal head vodka. Um, I just quite, I quite, I do think having a bottle shaped like a skull is quite cool, actually. I'm, I'm oh, there we go. Midlife crisis. Yeah, you're going to get a motorbike as well, are you, princess? Yeah. <laughs> I love the jacket. Love a jacket, yeah. Going to join a gang. Well, you're going to rejoin Yuri Geller's motorcycle gang. Yeah. No, I can't. Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the club now? I've set my own one up. So, well, no, apparently, um, so it's not just edu- educated Turks, Chris. Um, mm. it's also the, uneducated Turks? The, the rural community are getting in the game as well. So when what? an alien appeared in front of a farmer outside of the southwestern Turkish village of Nali in 2001, uh-huh. the farmer responded in time-honoured style. He threw rocks at the creature Good. until it shot into the air to the height of a minaret and disappeared. <laughs> the one thing they weren't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can defend yourself against lasers, but how about rocks? <laughs> but seven years later, when a UFO reappeared in the same village, it was met by cameras, not stones. Oh, well, yeah. Like, oh, okay, maybe, you know. Things move on, don't they? It's nice. That's good. Um, I mean, I'd I mean, like to have a bit more of the backstory of the rock-throwing guy. I mean... Like, does he throw rocks I'd, at other stuff? I'd quite like the Irish Times to give me some sort of... Because apparently there's been two actual contacts. Really? The first contact has already happened in Istanbul, and um, there Kiss seems to be no, absolutely no evidence for this happening. Right. But it's in the Irish Times, so there you go. Mm, probably a murder probably owns it. Um, and uh, this year, the most striking UFO revelations have come from members of Istanbul showbiz scene. A singer who represented Turkey at the Eurovision Song Contest in 91. Yeah, I remember. um, Told Turkish newspapers last month how a prawn-coloured alien had plucked her from her bed one night (laughs) and taken her on a whistle-stop tour of Earth. They were very friendly, she said, of the inhabitants of the spacecraft. Prawn-coloured, was this? A prawn-coloured alien, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you could just use the word pink. Do do you reckon... Well, I don't know, do you reckon it was an uncooked prawn or a cooked prawn? Well, I mean... This is the thing. Like, tell us the colour. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like saying a horse colour. I'm going to guess kind of pink, <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently they communicated using their thoughts. And then a couple of days later, a Turkish pop singer and presenter, who's a household name in Turkey, uh, told Cracker and a talk show audience that she'd seen a UFO from the balcony of her villa too. I mean, they're they're all over Turkey by the looks of it. Well, it seemed to be um, quite a lot kicking around Istanbul. Yeah. So I think, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, used to be the centre of the world, didn't it? You can't about, we might have a part, part two here where you go and have a ride with some, some little grey fellas. Prawn coloured. Yeah, or prawn coloured, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, been, I've seen quite a lot of prawn coloured English people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so, why... So... It does seem to be like quite Istanbul centric. Obviously, that's the yeah. This, this, is, this, is all, this is all based in. Um... It's not the capital, though, Neil. It's not the capital. No, no. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the sightings did originally around Kerm, uh, K- 
Kumbergats, but um, but I think that's near to Istanbul, and so that was where they went for the conference, and other people in Istanbul had seen them as well. So his his closing thoughts, um, uh, the great mass detective, he sees them as the world's policemen up there to keep an eye on us. He said, taking a puff of his closing thoughts. I only wish they'd come down for a chat, and then we could drink tea and play a few rounds of backgammon. That's nice. Well, I mean, you'd have to teach you'd have to teach them backgammon first. I just scan your head with a. A row or something, wouldn't they? Then? <laughs> Get your back camera. I've, I've seen that. Get a back camera and out your nut. Seen that John Travolta space movie. Do you um? Do you do you like backgammon? I've never properly played it. Oh. <coughs> I hear it's very good, but no, I kind of like um. Yeah, I did have a backgammon board, and I sort of taught myself to play, but I've never actually played it. Um, I used to play mm. checkers sometimes and chess. Yeah, I know you. We've played chess maybe yeah. three times, and you've won every time. Really? Not that yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What does that say about me then? Shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know the opening moves, but I don't know any kind of like mid-game, end-game stuff. I don't know any moves. I just I, I which, which, more I, or less learn one opening thing. And I, I believe I believe it's an incredibly good tactic with chess. I play on instinct. Yeah. <laughs> just go with my gut. <laughs> Do you know what? Like the thing is, like if I with chess, it's one of those that you have to really concentrate on. So if I was, I think I think when we've played, we've been in like on holiday essentially, yeah. and probably what my mind was going to was my beer's nearly finished, yeah. so I maybe wasn't concentrating very hard. But nonetheless, um, yeah, chess is a right game. I don't know, but you've got you've got to really want to play it. Um, it's not kind of like you kind of like it's not just practice but you've got to sort of study a little bit as well like you know no different mid-game strategies and end-game strategies and all of this sort of stuff because just because there's so much of it that's been around for years but uh, i'm very good at poke i'm very good at poker for some reason i don't know why i've not played uh poker for years i've yeah i've i've played in some money games of poker and i've always won Mm. Um, but I don't know why that is. It's just, I just go with my gut. <laughs> I think I think my brain just kind of figures out stuff. Like not the front part of my brain, just thinking where's the next beer, but the back the back ends, you know, the workhorse part of my brain kind of figures out. That's you know probably a good hand. <laughs> Something like that. Just bluff it. Anyway, this is all interesting stuff. <laughs> um, so, is is this UFO with the two lads? So that, that in the is, cockpit. This is, is kind of, this, pretty is kind of, this is pretty much what we're exploring. So, okay. just to wrap up, then I'll, I'll go into. Here's one of the explanations because you'll get people. I mean, I, I can only find a definitive. Well, definitive. I can only find there were a few Reddit threads, but um, there, there's no definitive debunking or anything of these, and. It, to be honest with you, compared to a lot of the things you see, there is a video. Mm. It's interesting, you know. I don't believe it's a UFO, but it's you know, or actually, there's more than one video, and um, you know, so so there's there, you know, it's um, and I think I, I'll buy into the concept to an extent of I can believe in a UFO to the extent that yes, it's an unidentified fl- it's an unidentified what the object is. You can theorise what it might be. But you don't, you know, you don't truly know what's causing that particular phenomenon that you're looking at. Um, but anyway, so so here's the theory, and it, and it looks like a, a perfectly um, reasonable um, one. 
So actually what they think, because it's a very busy kind of like shipping lane. Yeah, it's um, busiest in the world. Yeah, and so... No, that's the Suez Canal. Yeah. Well, um, I think I might have read on this Reddit thread that it was even busier than the Suez Canal. But, um, but anyway, it's up there in terms of traffic. Oh. I don't know. Um, so, Chile, Neil, have you, have, have, you, have you gotten over the Suez crisis yet? I don't I haven't. No, I mean, I mean that was that was what ended us as a as, a, as an end, Mate, as a major player, major player on the world stage. Thankfully, um, yeah, no, oh, I'll never forgive. Was Anthony Eden was president at the time? Was it? Keep his keep his fucking name out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you reminded me of Will Smith there. I know. I well, it's because he's actually going coming up and slapping slapping or something. Yeah, finally. Keep his name out of your fucking mouth. The woman's not for journeying. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. But I but I'm but I'm not willing to look for it. <laughs> this, is, this is a zero effort podcast, as, as we've said many a time. So they think it could be basically the windows on the yacht. So they've got the, they have that kind of like um well, almost like saucer shaped windows that you've got on a kind of like a like a small small yacht. Um, you know, on the side windows, um, and the reflection of light off of that at night could sort of project up into the sky. Right. Because um, they, I mean, well, he, well, I'll read out exactly what he says, actually. So we can summarise the probable characteristics of these alleged UFOs to suggest a specific hypothesis. The objects are straight or just slightly bent specular surfaces. They are different designs for them. They could be part of a bigger object that can't be seen from the circumstances. Steampunk, that's one of them. Yep, steampunk. They're little <laughs> skelling tans and steampunk <laughs> pipes coming from They are possibly... Cy- sh- Cy- cyberpunk, that's another yeah. one. Yep, uh, Billy Idol's riding in it, you can see. He's, he's there. Med- the medieval, medieval punk. They are possibly speech, uh, sheets of transparent material. They're probably in the sea. So all of that takes me to the following hypothesis. The objects are literal shark or moth-style windows in some boats or small yachts. Yeah, yeah, seems seems reasonable. Um, But there's various things and various kind of like optical phenomenon where you could, you know, something can appear up in the sky. Um, So it was being lit up or whatever within the light of the thing. It could sort of, you know, appear to be sort of riding. But, you know, if you actually just look at the video themselves, it's quite, you know, it is interesting. Good. It's certainly a lot better than um, than some of these kind of UFO videos that you might see. So there you go. Turkey, so, the, new, the new centre for UFOs. Yes, the Bosphorus Strait. Um, so what I've what I thought I might do is read a UFO encounter out uh, to spice things up a bit. Nice. <laughs> so, I won't stop. I'm, I'm going to do it in the accent of a of a London Ute. I would probably advise you not to do that, but your 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 um your objections are noted. The encounter abroad. This is a family story I've heard only twice. I can't remember how it was brought up in the first time, but the explanation was very vague. So I asked again a few months later. Well, my family had come together at a cottage during the summer. They seemed kind of iffy about talking about it, but provided more details. How's it going so far now? Good. My toes are curling slightly, but yes. They live in the Ukraine. 
but took a trip to Turkey sometime in the 90s. <laughs> they had rented a little cottage there, and it was far enough into the countryside to be considered fairly remote. Long story short, one evening the dogs outside started going absolutely crazy, barking viciously and just overall behaving erratic. One of them, my grandma's brother, I, I believe, <laughs> went outside to check on what was going on. Got a bit South so, African now. One of the one of them, my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother's brother, I believe, went outside to check what was going on. It saw what can only be described as a UFO nearing the cottage. Pretty high up in the sky, but lying a bit as it came closer. He called for the rest of the family to come out and see. And to this day, they can confirm what they saw. Well, the ones that are alive, at least. Oh, chilling. <laughs> so, sorry, what happened then? So, so they saw a UFO. I, thought, I was going to say, I thought a lot of them died or something. Been no, not yet. No, not yet. So the no, point he was said that, that, so that long meandering story. People, people, just... have, people have aged and passed into the nether world. Yeah. They say it was triangle shaped and had three lights, one in each corner. When they got seriously close to the house, they really began to panic and ran back inside. The very walls were shaking. Dishes were breaking from the force of the vibrations going throughout the walls and floor. The dogs outside were barking louder than ever. It hovered over the cottage for several minutes before ascending back up and disappearing. These are all the people who are very conservative and rational, and they hate discussing re discussions regarding the supernatural. So I have no doubt in my mind they were telling the truth, and that's from Judith Grimes. Well, that's, if, if you're not convinced by that, what would convince you? That's, that's what I would say to any skeptic out there. As a wise man once said, what's wrong with you? Just someone tells you something, you can't just believe it. Yeah, well, you're so sceptical. Yeah. What do you think? Of, maybe, you think you're, of, maybe you're the idiot. You think you're the cleverest bloke in the pub, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Not a big fuck, off, fuck off and go on the quizzy. Right. Uh, Let's yeah. go to scores. Okay. Or, or do you have anything more you wanted to wrap up on? No, I feel like, um, I, feel like I said enough. <laughs> right, speak to this. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um... So I, I have I have quite weird dreams sometimes of there being UFOs, um, and it is quite spooky because you don't know whether they're good or bad. Um, but I don't know that I've. But aliens aren't particularly spooky, are they? Like they're just just creatures in it, creatures from somewhere well, else. We don't know, do we? We don't know what their intent is. Well, that's the thing. Done then. I'll be honest. I'm, you know, rather than worrying about aliens, worry about the person sitting next to you on the bus. Neil, that's all I'm saying. So I'm going to give it spookiness a five. Yeah, I think there's nothing massively inherently spooky, other than that, you know. I think the, the it's just the the premise that if something had enough technical sophistication to be able to cross whatever vast distances they would have come from, then um, you know they could, you know, pretty much would be very superior to you, and that's. There's something mildly spooky about that, but 
Yeah, they've not know. done it like they've not done well, it. Well, this is the thing, you know, other than people talking about things like cattle mutilations and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but that's crop circles, circles, most of it, isn't it? That's just nonsense. That's so, just you, you do the crop circles. Yeah, of course I do. I do the mutilation, you do the crop yeah. circles. Yeah, divide and conquer, that's how we roll. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, I, we, so we've got enough stuff to talk about in the podcast. So, so yeah, I'm going to go in the middle as well, I'll give this a five. Um, okay. okay, I'm going to come on to believability then. Um, I'm going to give this well, a reasonable one. It's not because I actually believe it's UFOs. And I... so, no, so, so, so I'm sorry to jump in here um, because I'm going completely against what we said we'd do with the scoring system. Yeah, not sorry to prevent it. But yeah, yeah. Do you, what are your feelings about UFOs? Like, do you think like there's a chance that they're real? Uh, or they're, it's all just nonsense, or what? What you kind of okay? So genuine thoughts. Um, uh, no, I don't. I don't um, pay any attention at all. I think that. So, do is it possible that there's alien life, or, or there is other life other than just people on Earth? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, the it's, it's definite. Yeah, I mean, it's not definite, but it's it's. I think over the vast of the universe, it's, it seems incredibly probable to me. Um, however, in our, given the known laws of physics and given the vast distances involved and yes no. okay yeah i get that there could be you know various ways around yada yada um yeah. but no. no i agree like when you when like when you even realize how i remember i was reading i think it was bill bryson's book of everything or whatever and it was like the universe is like the universe is massive but like a really good way of looking at it is if like if the sun is at the start line of like a hundred meter race, like Earth is about ten meters from that start line, and Pluto is about three and a half miles down, <laughs> it's like it's huge. And, and, and anywhere where you'd have other intelligent life would be kind of like I mean I don't even know on those scales where you, what you'd be talking. Do you know what I mean? Like the other end of the Earth. Or so the only way they, they so it can't happen with any conventional means. We know like that wouldn't happen. It would only be well, if well, they could manipulate gravity or like. Sort of, well, I mean, or, like, or space time. Some technology that's completely beyond our ken, um, mm. uh, you know, that exploits laws of physics in ways that we couldn't know about. Which is, uh, yes, the point is, it's a bit like when you get into the religious arguments. If you once you get into the realms of pseudoscience or uh, or philosophy or kind of like theology, you can excuse anything. Oh well, it was magic. Oh, God did it. Um, yeah. It's advanced science, which is indistinguishable. Died for all our sins, Neil. Don't well, you know, you know, that was his choice. And, uh, yeah, exactly. and for me, I feel and if I don't get a bit more sinning in, then frankly, he's wasted. He died for nothing, yeah. So I give him more bang for his buck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm a high high quality sinner. Each, each to their own, you know. So uh, you know, we're just we're just trying to honour that sacrifice. That's how I that's how I see it. I'm currently coveting someone and killing them at the same time. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm confused. Um, sorry, I forgot we going that. But um, yeah, so um, yeah, the other thing for me, I guess, is that um, yeah, like. Again, you always come back to with these things. What's their end game? So, okay, well, they just want to observe to see what's going on. If you're at that advanced level scale, yeah, it might be vaguely interesting. You know, you could track down us in this remote corner of the universe that we live in. Um, but have you got better stuff to do? Would you come down and announce yourself? Okay, you could argue that, yeah, they, 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 um, they, uh, you know, wouldn't want to interfere with our progress or whatever, like some Star Trek episode. Uh, or Vulcans. My, I, what it comes down to for me, Chris, is a bit like when you're, very, when you're very young and you sort of start getting into those things about, you know, oh, well, but what created everything? And, you know, oh, mm. God did. Well, then what created God? Once it gets beyond the realms of what you can sort of know anything about, I think you just kind of like, well, my reaction anyway is to sort of say, well, 
yeah, I don't, you know, it's not... It's, don't matter, don't it matter. I'm going to go and have a sandwich. Well, exactly. I, so, is it, you know, is it probable that aliens have visited Earth? No, I don't think it is probable, and there's no real evidence. What about all of the evidence is about ancient aliens? Yeah, it's possible. Could it be, Neil? Could it be? Yeah, well, I mean, they did the pyramids, didn't they? Did the pyramids. Yeah, did the did, pyramids, um, did the um, Sphinx, did the Druids. Yeah. Big Ben. Did Atlantis, yeah, Big Ben. Um, <laughs> the Gherkin. Uh, yeah, the Gherkin, yeah. <laughs> the Shah, you know. Do you know what I, 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 I joke about the History Channel because it's ridiculous, but... Um, <laughs> well, it's the fact that they choose to call themselves the History Channel, which is stupid. Yeah, I know. They call themselves the Lunatic yeah. Fringe Channel, then that's <laughs> absolutely fair play to you. More power to your elbow. No more people. Oh, the, um, a new documentary on ancient Rome didn't go too well. Uh, right, let's do some more stuff about aliens and and Nessie's an alien. Um, but I do really want to try and get a voiceover job to replace the guy who goes, "Could it be?" on the History Channel. He's just he's just asking questions, Chris. He's just, and yeah, you know, it's that thing between you know probability and possibility, isn't it? Yeah, it's always possible. If you really want to get philosophical about the thing it. is, right? So what's happened? I mean, I'm kind of easy ozy about your face. I don't think about it that much, to be honest. Um, oh, what, I not, you know, people are welcome to keep your open mind on it, and that's absolutely fine. It's I've got no, but I would say I've got. An, I would say that it's improbable, but I have an open mind. I'm no. I'm certainly no Tom DeLong when it comes to this kind of thing. The Blink One Eight Two guitarist or whatever, oh, right? I... Who's completely gone off the deep end. <laughs> He like he makes Ackroyds look like I don't know David Attenborough. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know too much about Blink One Eight Two, but um, oh, I do hugely. I'm I'm a I'm a Blink One Eight Two head. Are you a Blink? I'm a (laughs) Blink One Eight Two stan, which is actually the worst of all of the ex-Soviet states. Coming, coming soon, so pleasure. Right, anyway, so believability, I, yeah, for all of the above. So, again, it's not just about what I believe, it's around what other people believe. And it's the fact that there's there's actually some decent sort of video evidence. Again, I think it's an optical illusion, uh, certainly with any of these things. And you can say, well, how can you prove that? Well, you can't. Um, but jumping straight to, well, it's unexplained and therefore. But, Neil, could I, could I, could I counter that? You can, you can counter, counter it when you, get with... to your own, when you get to your own score, but go on. Yeah, but I'd like to counter it now with saying, "Why can't you just believe it?" Yes, but you know what? You've yeah, you've, you've that's an excellent counter. That's the the, the classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our best, our best friend, the little fellow, is like, "Well, what's, tips the table yeah. over." Yeah. What's what's believe? So anyway, I'm going to round that up as six. Six. Um, Wait, um, so. Care yeah, like yourself. Uh, oh, so, well, yeah, if you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> fucking every Stop interrupting me now. God, it's so rude. Um, uh, so, uh, I believe that he generally... I find it very difficult not to believe a cat detective, so I'm giving it a nine. Fair enough. Next, next question. Next question, right. Um, Rich... Uh, well, I've never heard of it. Um, and you're in Turkey, so. And I'm in Turkey. I think I thought it would be what they were talking about. This, this. Yeah. You've just got a massive, a hundred foot high polystyrene erdogan, and then next to it, a big thing of a UFO conference. Yeah. Um, no, I've not heard of it. Um, and 
I'm, I'm in Turkey and like it's it's not it's not the water cooler talk that you think it would be. Um, so it's I'm gonna have to give it a, gonna have to give it a four. four. No, I'm, no, that's too high. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> two. I'm giving it a two for reach. Yeah, I think this is a low one for me. Oh, well, it's not going to be that low. Um, Four, because, fucking hell, it's all about generous. Um, got my got my holiday mind on. It ha- you know it has generated a bit of discussion around the internet, but how long it's going to? I mean, to be honest with you, there's such thing gruel in the whole UFO sightings thing. I think this one will persist, but as an urban legend itself, um, I don't think it'll spread outside of that community. So you go looking for it, you're going to find. I think it. Yeah, they're not. They're not leaning heavily enough on the fact that um, there's a cat detective involved. No, there is there is that. But I mean, apparently it's becoming bigger in Turkey. It was ten years ago. Maybe it's peaked and it's it's crested the wave now. But so on that basis, I'm going to give it a five. I'm thinking that maybe we could write this as a maybe Studio Ghibli film, uh, a cat cat UFO detective. I'm quite nice. Get Piers Brosnan to be the cat or something. Lovely. Yeah, that could work. You could do a bit of singing, yeah. couldn't you? He was good in that in Mamma Mia. Was it? Lovely voice. I've never seen Mamma Mia. No, I've only I've only heard Adam and Joe did the um clips of him singing. Lovely Irish voice. No, he's like he, he completely out of tune. Um oh. he's like Well that was quite like Tom Waite, yeah, it was pretty bad. No, even worse than that. Um right, I can't... Mate, that was my best that was my best try. Well, you know. So narrative premise. Have you been like... Have you, are you keeping chilies in your boxes or something? You've been a bit spicy. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Maybe I've been rubbing it down there every once in a while. Yeah. Keep things alive. Yeah. <laughs> Something's got. Do you think that might be something? Do you think that might be something to do with your night terrace? <laughs> it's possible. Maybe. Is it going to stop me doing it? No. So I'm not going to yeah. bother quite the two. Thanks yeah. very much. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah. All right. What's the next? Back away from that. Um, right. Narrative premise. So. Um, yeah, it's not a strong one here for me. Um, well, there isn't a narrative. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's barely a premise. Well, at least you've you got two little fellas. Well, cat, cat, cat detective uh, hunts UFOs in gated community. Yeah, well, there you go. You know, what's not to like? What's not? Well, that's know? basically the, isn't that, I mean, that sounds like a better, a better kind of um, idea than the film The Watch. Where um, Richard Iwadi is turns out to be an alien. Oh, really? I haven't seen it. Is that like a fairly recent one? It's probably ten years old now. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. It's okay. Do you know what? Like, I think pretty much anything with Richard Iwadi in is very watchable. Oh, yeah. He's very he's charismatic. Like guy. Matt Berry, I can watch him do anything. Yeah. Right. Um, Narrative premise. So, um, yeah, I would say there's not really much to this. Um, it's, it's interesting. The whole UFO, I mean, UFO is a broader piece. It, that's kind of interesting, but again, it's really just, there's not just aliens in the sky and they never seem to do anything. So, yeah, it's a um, weaker one there for me. I'm going to give that a three. Okay. Um, Chris, there's a premise. So, I, yeah, it's UFOs. That's fine. I mean, UFOs in themselves are a strong premise, so you can't ever give it too low a score. Um, I like the fact that it's not American slash Eurocentric. I like the fact that, you know, because Istanbul's an important city and it's got, you know, a huge history. So I like the fact that um, it, like, they're not just like, oh, he's, he's coming and 
like the UFOs, they're all like looking at US places, you know, yeah. because that's kind of what, and I think that's American exceptionalism. Um, so yeah, I like the fact. I mean, I love. I mean, I love the fact that that the cat detectors involved. Yeah. Um. Whatever, um meow, mouse, mouse, Mousington. Mousington um, third. Yeah. Pi. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Thought, yeah, I'm like, what a scoop. Um, yeah, I like the film noir elements of having the cat yeah. detective. So <laughs> I think up in your own head, those are good. Yeah. So for, so for, so for me, it's an eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. It's amazing what you can do when you just make stuff up. Um, right, so that's good. So let's have a look. Uh, hello, have you ever seen the internet? Okay, that's forty-three. That's pretty good. So that's right in the middle of the bell curve, isn't it? Yeah. Right <laughs> in the middle. Find, finally. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, finally, had a nice average score for yeah. You just get so many extremes just all the time, <laughs> just constantly <laughs> hopping between low and high. It's finally something in the middle. Right. An average score for an average podcast. Yeah. Below average podcast. Well, I'll leave on that note. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm not sure how this will turn out. Neil's got a bit of work to do if he's editing it. Or get a feeling he might push that onto me. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to go and get involved with uh, a pack of dogs on the beach, and yep. then watch the football. Don't forget your fingers later on in the week. Mate, like, I'm always... My head's on a swivel for any... Um, they don't even call them UFOs anymore, do they? They've kind of changed it. They're fly-sos, I believe. Just flying saucer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fly-so action, bruv. Where are you from? Uh, I'm going to go, look. Yeah, go, wait, I'm gonna go look at some fly-sos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go see the cat detective, go see some fly-sos. <laughs> Get down to Istanbul. Fine. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Right, uh, cool. All right, well, uh, take care, everyone, and herb.legends uh, podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> don't, don't bother. And um, we will see you next week. Goodbye.